why does this make me want to cry? I mean, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. God is for you. Did you hear that? There's going to be times when you wonder. And what we want you to know is that this church is going to be for you too. And today is a milestone where it's the end of a school year and so some of our fifth graders are going to be joining our youth group. As you can see, we're a little heavy on this side, but it's coming this way. And so we're grateful to have Marchant. But while you're up here, I'm gonna read two quick scriptures for you, okay? One is from the Old Testament, the Hebrew scriptures, and you might have about Moses. they're your age and when they're your age even when they're my age right and that blessing comes from holding them because mine are the hands that hold the child today but yours are the hands that will lead them to Sunday school yours is the voice that will teach them songs yours is the eyes of compassion that will see when maybe they're feeling a little down and reach out and say is everything okay how can I support you? How can I love you? How can I let you know God is for you and so am I? So I would like for the fifth graders to come forward and come right here. Whoa, okay, fifth graders. So you guys are in the middle here. Now everybody, can you try to get into a line even with them? You guys move up. And everybody, okay, you might have to move down. See, they're moving over, and everybody put your hand on the shoulder of the person next to you. I know, it's a little weird. Just, just on the shoulder. Come on, get a little closer. Can everybody? So as they're here and we think about our commitment to people throughout their lifespan, Will you just call out some hopes you have for them, just a word or a phrase? What is your hope? What is your blessing? A prayer is really the statement of a hope. What do you hope for them, just in a word or a phrase? Good health. Friendship. Curiosity. I didn't hear this one. Gratitude. Trust. What kind of relationship? Authentic relationship with Jesus. Grace. Joy. Love. These are the blessings. We're going to fill my papers. These are the blessings that we are pouring out on you. And as you move over here, you guys are all connected. And remember that we learned faith and we experience faith through the touch of another human being. And that's what today is all about. I've lost all my papers, so what's next? Here we go. So you guys have a part. Does everybody, you're going to have to say these words. Do you have a thing you're going to have to say? May God be with you here. Can you say that when I point to you? May God be with you here. Okay. 
As our children and youth leave to worship and learn in another place, we say to them, may God be with you there. Amen. You are dismissed. It was my very first semester of graduate school at Princeton Seminary. A handful of us had started to get together once a week just to help each other through. We would share our lives. We all came from different backgrounds and denominations and traditions and experiences. But there we found ourselves together. Some of us couldn't even remember how we had first met. Maybe it was just wandering around the campus, feeling lost. Maybe it was in one of those first-year classes. Anyhow, we got together once a week to listen to each other, to read the Bible, not in preparation for an exam, but for the nurturing of our souls, to pray together, not to analyze the theological significance of prayer, simply to pray. We also met around the dining room tables at the Princeton uh, Mackay Cafeteria. From week to week, one of us would detect maybe that somebody was teetering on the brink of physical exhaustion or mental collapse. But there was always the sense that despite the whining and the desperation, we were gonna make it together. Then one day, we were sitting around the big table, and my friend Mary announced that the results of her tests were back from the injury she had sustained in a vicious ultimate frisbee contest. And she needed to have surgery to repair her ACL. I think I'm going to withdraw, she said, fighting back tears. I'll just go home and have the surgery and go back to my teaching career. Forks stopped clattering and everyone was quiet. Naive and overeager, as I still tend to be, to solve every problem and remedy every awkward moment, I jumped up. We need to lay hands on Mary and ask God to guide her. And Mary looked up at me and said, don't even think about touching me. That's not something we do from my tradition. Well, I explained, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm trying to fix everything, I'm sorry. I just thought, you know, there's something to it. Like, can we just surround you and, and put our hands on you and, and, and just pray for God to guide you? I just sense you're not at peace with this decision. It wasn't too many years later that Mary, Reverend Mary, preached at my ordination to the ministry of Word and Sacrament, and after her sermon, 
she invited the elders present to come forward and to lay their hands on me for prayer. Just as I will do in a few minutes when we ordain and install our elders. The laying on of hands is a beautiful and enduring tradition. The passing on of the living faith of so many who have gone before us. A church historian puts it this way, tradition is the living faith of the dead. It's how we embody the faith of those who've gone on. Traditionalism is the dead faith of the living. And I suppose, he adds, it is traditionalism that gives tradition such a bad name. But this practice of laying on of hands is rooted in Hebrew scriptures and in the New Testament, as you heard me say today. In our passage from Numbers, it's become clear to Moses that he will not be able to lead the people any longer. And so, Joshua, you are commissioned. And then in the New Testament, everybody's trying to figure out, what are we doing here? How are we going to make this work? Well, Barnabas and Saul, they're going to go out on behalf of all of us. Let's commission them. Let's put our hands on them. In our uh, liturgy books, it's sometimes called the laying on of hands, sometimes called the imposition of hands. I love that. Because imposition, you know, you don't really like an imposition. But it is an imposition. It's a weight. It's It's something that we put on each other. It's an interruption. And it calls us to something other than just the mundaneness of our lives. The 16th century mystic Teresa of Avila understood this. Christ has no body but yours. No hands, no feet on earth but yours. Yours are the eyes with which he looks with compassion on this world. Yours are the feet with which he walks to do good. Yours are the hands with which he blesses all the world. Yours are the hands, yours are the feet, yours are the eyes, you are his body. I think that's what the laying on of hands is about. It's a metaphor for this truth, that the power and the presence of the Holy, the Holy Spirit, God's presence, comes to us person to person. And yes, the actual, I'm trying to make sure we get through this, but I do want to say a couple more things. The actual power of human touch is incredible. I told my husband this weekend, oh my gosh, I have gone down a rabbit hole. The research. You see, God made us this way. Sometimes it takes science and research to figure it out a little, you know, it takes longer. But listen, God's known this all along. We need human touch to live. Children, failure to thrive if they are not touched. All kinds of incredible things happen. It decreases cortisol, the stress hormone. A simple touch on the shoulder. Boom, cortisol down, oxytocin up, the well-being thing. Feelings of, con- of connection, feelings of, uh, of cooperation. NBA teams where the players touch each other more win more games. 
It's, I mean, it, it, it just goes on and on. Touch activates the orbital frontal cortex and is linked with feelings of reward and compassion. Children who are touched on the shoulder by a teacher demonstrate more confidence. The laying on of hands, it's a symbol for what we are called to do. And listen, we live in a society that is vastly touch-deprived, and much more so after COVID. There was a research done where a, a person went into cafes in different cities around the world and just watched friends who came in to, to talk to each other. People in England, and they watched them for an hour, people in England touched zero times. In the USA, we touched twice. In France, 110 times. In Puerto Rico, 180. Now look, human touch is so important. God respond, created us to respond to human touch. And, and let me just say, I would not be complete if I didn't say, this is why people who exploit touch, particularly in the church, are so, have done an egregious thing. And yes, we have to be conscious of appropriate trust and what people are comfortable with, but friends, today we celebrate the laying on of hands and it is a symbol for the fact that we are called to touch each other's lives with the love of God and that the faith of those who have gone before us is passed on through lives that touch one another. Now look, it's easy to forget as a congregation grows that this is the essence of our mission. Because one of the things that will happen as you grow is that you'll think, we need more programs. And you will. But that's not the core of your calling. It's not. The core of your calling is not to provide religious services for consumers who walk through the door. The core of your calling is to invite one another to be a people who touch one another and go out into the world to touch the hurting world with the love of God. That's what it means to be the church. And today, we are going to lay hands on our elders, not because they are called to do the work of the church, they are called to do the business of the church and to lead us all in doing the work of the church. Because, have I mentioned before that we are the church? So we lay our hands on our elders to lead us and guide us in all of us doing the work together of touching the world with Christ's love. That is our calling. Amen. Let's have our elders elect come and stand forward, and I invite all of you to join.